tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Yes. Joining me as always is my good friend on the ones and two. Uh, he is the co-host of the hit new podcast, Broken Simulation. My good friend and yours, Johnny Woodard. What's up, buddy? Johnny, uh, how are you? Back in the saddle, man. Glad good to, to have you back, dude. I missed you, man. I missed you. Yeah, I was... Uh I was uh, just went back in time, back to the East Coast, you know. <laughs> Going back to 85, they still have Napoleon Dynamite haircuts, and they still have those weird, like, sweaters. Like, yeah. people still wear those Well, weird you should see the haircuts now with everybody not being able to go to the bar. It's, I mean, that's some really wacky shit going on. <laughs> Is it kind of like when the uh, traffic light goes off, just everyone becomes <laughs> yeah, caveman exactly, real yeah. quick? Dude, I had to cut my own killed. hair. I cut my own hair. I, I, I could tell. Guys, if you want to see me live, on, uh, if you want to see me live, I got some great show, shows coming up. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. This weekend, I am going to be at, at the Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, September 10th through the 12th uh zane helberg my good friend is coming with me uh we're gonna rock out and if there's some riots we're gonna join you guys and grab some televisions so that is uh the skyline comedy club uh go to skylinecomedy.com uh it's all this weekend then johnny sadly johnny was just out there but i would love to gig with him i'm gonna be at raleigh north carolina that's right september 24th through the 26th i'm at good nights comedy club you can grab those tickets at good night comedy Com. And then I'm going back to St. Louis. I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club October 1st through the 3rd. Just go to st-lewis.heliumcomedy.com. I mean, dude, I can't wait to see domain names in 20 years. I mean, we're just going to be, there's going to be nothing yeah. but symbols. Somehow they're going to work sounds in. Well, they have it now where you can make like the... The, the second part of the URL, URL you know, like a word or whatever. So yeah. it's eventually going to be like, fuck at comedy, you know, or what, you know, Dodgers at it's t-shirt. Kinda, it's going to be ridiculous. Hey, Johnny, can you, uh, I, can you show something on the screen? Of course. Yeah. Uh, can you go to Tim Fallhat t-shirts.com? We got a bunch of new ones up. Super excited. If you want to support the show, go to Tim Fallhat t-shirts.com. We have uh, two new shirts should be up. A brand new Swarm shirt is up that I'm very excited about. And then we have the Racing on Behalf of the Machine uh, t-shirts that I love. I love both these shirts. They're so freaking funny. Oh, and by the way, when you go to Tim Fallhat t-shirts.com, just know my my, sh my shirts are the third one listed. <laughs> Somebody paid to leak my stuff. So right there, can you click on that one up there? This one? Okay. Yeah. 
That's look at that one. Rage on behalf of the machine. That's so fun. That's a great shirt. And then, uh, oh yeah, and then we're gonna have up the swarm shirt, which is great. But I love, I love, I love that guy with the, the pink hat on. Yeah, it looks. Like, I didn't draw it, but the guy looks like David Deary, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He really does. And I didn't do that. I had nothing to do with my, my friend Zoltan wrote. But yeah, those That's are great so ways to support the show. I have two uh, patrons if you want to check it out. Actually, three patrons. If you want to go to uh, Patreon.com/slash Tinfoil Hat, you get your daily doses there. A great way. It is up to date shows on what's happening in the world. World conspiracies. If you want to listen to me debate a lizard person, go to patreon.com slash conspiracy social club. Me and my myself and my good friend Brian Callen debate conspiracies. He's a lizard person. I am not. I am winning left and right. Go check it out. Go scroll down a little bit, ma'am. Yeah, it's a really great show, dude. I'm very blessed and uh, to be on it. And then we have the broken simulation. Uh, uh, Patreon. Yeah. Go to uh, patreon.com slash broken simulation. Broken yeah. simulation, and you get behind the scenes of every uh, show. I'm about every to, I'm who's about, that? Uh, these are the levels, uh, the tiers. But uh, who's that guy? Is that you? Just, it's just a cartoon. Oh, because no? it looks like me with a really bad. <laughs> no, it's not you. No, it's, okay. it's drunk, the drunken programmer level, the white hat hacker, and look at the top level. Julian Assange. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's some real stuff right there. Join yeah. the Julian Assange level. Seriously, do. If you love uh, spirituality, I got a new spiritual podcast. Go to uh, rockfin.com slash zero, and it is spiritual. It is about how to change your life, change your thinking, change your behavior so you could grow in assimilation and uh, become the person you've always dreamed of. It's assimilation. I know our guest who's waiting for us does agree with that. My perspective is we live in a realm and we're going to be able to control your life. Your life can be 365 degrees different. No, 180. 180, uh, 365 days from now. So uh, start making changes. Only you can control that, dude. We are very honored to have, uh, very, very proud. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at MyBookie. That's why it's winning season, everybody. Winning season has returned to MyBookie. Winning season means doubling down your first deposit, okay? You put down 50, bam, you got 100. That's how it goes, okay? At my bookie winning season means hitting all your parlays and all your props, man. Everything's cooking with gas right now. Baseball, football's about to start. NBA basketball, okay? Ping pong in China's on fire right now. Ping pong, UFC, a lot of cool <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, sorry, like. I just realized that I, you, you're. Our email address up there, the one that we don't want to go out. So I'm gonna yeah, to, don't I'm gonna send to, that out. But guys, don't worry it. about that because it's time to celebrate. That's right. Invest in your intuition. Use the promo code Tinfall Hat and double down your first deposit. New players get up to a thousand dollars in free play. Man, designed to add more excitement in sports. Do you think I love betting, dude? I'll bet anything. I'll bet thumb fights. I'll bet bum fights. I used to go on bumfights.com and I'll make bets. I do not. My bookie does not support bum fights betting. I'm How sorry. do you know, dude? They love that action, <laughs> they would, they dude. They would never approve of that. Okay. Well, we'll talk to them about that because I don't know if I want work people to approve that. And I know they approve it because my bookie and me get along. Okay. We get it. And if you love Tim Fall Hat, you'll love my bookie. So live betting to champion futures. Every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks. 
WinBig. Collect your cash. Okay, use the promo code TINFALLHAT and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins now at mybookie.com. All right, guys. Um, you know, as I do my journey, I, I learn more and more about the wonderful universe we've, we live in. And uh, this next guest has brought in something that I um, am very interested in. That's the seven principles of hermetism. And uh, I want to, yeah, I'm sure I would butcher that. Uh, He is the host uh, of the Green Knight podcast. You heard him uh, on the Patreon and now he is here today. Please welcome Birch Driver. How are you, Birch? Very good. Thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be with you guys today. Uh, well, we're super excited, Birch. Uh, you have some wonderful uh, ideas, and you brought it up when we were talking last time. You brought up the seven principles, and I was like, "That's what I want to hear," because I have my theories on a lot of the philosophies that are out there, especially on the dark side. I believe they've taken good, pure, light principles and flipped them negative, so we never find out who we are. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's exactly what they've done. They know exactly what the rules are, and uh, they're working on uh, a workaround so that they can become God instead of, uh, you know, so they can become the authority. You know. Well, I I I believe in my heart of hearts, man, that like the very powerful and the very rich, they always tend to be atheists because they don't want to believe that there are consequences for their actions. Now, yes. I, do, I do not believe that we, if you're a bad guy, you go down to a fiery pit and Lady Gaga's waiting for you and she just sticks you with a pitchfork for eternity. I don't believe in any of that, okay? What I do believe in is that there's energies, the energy put out, there's positive energies and there's negative energies. There's high frequency and low frequency. And and those low frequency people are trying to pull you down to where they are because they made the mistake of falling into that. And they've made deals with people in this realm to fool you to follow those 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 incorrect thoughts and principles because they want you where they are. So to start off, man, I've never really asked I guess this, but I want to ask you, what do you think the origins of the universe are? (laughs) Um, Well, I have a degree in physics, so I'm trained in the standard model. And uh, for a long time, I bought into it big time. And, uh, you know, it makes sense what they think, you know, the Big Bang Theory, because of looking out into the cosmos, you get that picture. It basically says that, you know. Uh, with the cosmic background radiation, which is the remnants, they say, of, you know, the basically the heat left over from the Big Bang. And also that the universe is expanding. Um, if we look out into space, there's something called redshift. You guys know what Doppler shift is, right? Uh, Johnny does. I do not. So that's when you're standing on the side of the road and uh, uh, an ambulance goes by. And then when it's coming at you. The pitch is high, and when it goes by, it drops down. It's all woo, 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 you know, as it goes by. Yeah. And that's because the peaks of the waves of the sound are, are being stretched because of the speed of the vehicle. Okay. So as it's coming towards you, it's stacking up on itself, and it's like a higher frequency raising the pitch. And as it goes by, it stretches it and lowers the frequency and uh, makes it sound uh, a lower, uh, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting. A lot of people. So you believe in the Big Bang Theory? No, I actually, I mean, I think that uh, there's something there, but uh, the way they frame it, you know, that they're like, it's, it blew up from a singularity from a single, single point, you know? And that's kind of a, if you think about that for a second, it's like, okay, where was that point? And uh, they're kind of just saying, give us one miracle and we'll explain the rest for you. Trust us, we're the experts, you know? And it's like that, that singularity explosion, you know, where everything in the universe is in one point and then it all explodes out like suddenly, why? You know, <laughs> I just, so that's what they're saying. It's like one big miracle and then we'll explain the rest. And they just don't even want you to think about that part, you know, which yeah. is the most important part. And like the like, it's so interesting because, you know, I'm very much into ancient knowledge, ancient civilizations. I believe that we were, you know, we're we're like the ninth incarnation of man. Uh, you know, I'm very much into the whole matrix model. You know, that's just me. We'll get into simulation later because I know that's not your thing. But uh, well, actually, Sam, I mean, it's like I I agree uh, in some ways with it. But uh, I, I was listening to your your guys talk about the archons on the on the last uh, episode or the one previous. And uh, are you I talking about my Lord shape shifting Jesus? Is that what? Yeah. Johnny? I know you're laughing. I am a I am into shape-shifting Jesus. That is, I am now, I, I think, I know people out there thinking I'm mocking and being funny. I'm being dead serious. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. I believe in shape-shifting Jesus. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, uh, I like the, I mean, dude, uh, I love the way that guy talked to your last guest, but, uh, you know, there's something about that. I think Jesus was a real person, you know, um, and he was trained in the hermetic mysteries, you know? That's what we're talking about, dude. So so the origins of the universe, the, the standard model is that a bang happened. I'm always like, what happened? What happened before that bang? Like what was there yeah. before the bang? They don't even want to talk about that because okay, so it exploded out, right? From a single point in all directions, right? But what into what what is it exploding into does the explosion itself create space or was there space for it to come into that's a great know? question like where does it explode <laughs> like i know like when i was a kid i realized the human mind is pretty amazing and it has some limitations right like like when you think about eternity right try to think about eternity your brain yeah, does it for about five seconds and it's like okay dude we know where this is going Let's stop right now. We're, we're using up unnecessary brain power here. You can't think about it. So the notion, the notion is like before the Big Bang Theory, what was there? And the, I don't, nobody tell, is it, de is it deep space? Is it nothingness? Like, what yeah. is it? And then you bring up a great point, Birch. When it explodes, where does it explode to? <laughs> right. I think, uh, and so I want to talk about this because Okay, so the standard model wants to say that the Big Bang happened and uh, 14 billion years go by and uh, somewhere along the point there, consciousness arises, right, randomly from the, the primordial ooze in the bottom of the fucking ocean, you know? This is what they want to say, you know? Yeah. And, but there also is, in quantum mechanics, there's the idea of the observer effect and there's a lot of controversy and I'm sure... <laughs> 
I'm thinking of Johnny looking up some shit on Smithsonian and, uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> okay, dude, and you got American and they want to suppress the idea that consciousness, uh, that even thinking just, uh, thinking has an effect on everything, like creates this ripple effect that goes out into everything in the universe. Dude, I think that's what magic is, man. Yeah. I think when people do magic, they're just controlling the energy around them. I'm not saying that because supposedly there's like, masters who have like meditated for 14 years straight and they could turn paper in the fire. I'm not judging any of that. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm sure it does exist, but I'm saying, dude, like magic is about controlling the energy all around you and being able to, you know, work it to people who are so dedicated that they can just create holes in time and stuff like that. That's really what I believe in. But, but you said something about an observer. What is an observer? Yeah, okay, so in quantum mechanics, uh, uh, just after the last uh, century turn, like <clears throat> there was all this, uh, they discovered they were doing this experiment called the double slit experiment, right? And so they take a little gun that can shoot an electron out, a single electron, and they have this uh, plate with two slits in it, right? They shoot one electron and it goes out and on the detector, on the other side, they find an interference pattern, which means that it's a wave, right? Meaning that that electron, one single electron, went through both slits and created an interference pattern with itself, right? And so then if you set up the experiment, because they're all like, God damn it, this is too crazy. What's going on here? And they set up the experiment uh, so that they can see which slit it goes through. And then you get a scatter pattern. So suddenly now you have these uh, dots on the detector in the back, you know? So it's uh, when it's a single electron and it creates a wave pattern, it's this principle of superposition, which is a quantum mechanics principle, which means that when, before we look at a subatomic particle, it's in a superposition of states, right? It's in two states at once. And as soon as we look at it, it collapses the wave function and it becomes one or the other. And they can be across distances, right? I mean, the, oh, well, okay. is, that's the that's the entanglement idea, which is okay. what Einstein wanted to talk about—the spooky action action at a distance. Because Einstein and Rosen hated quantum mechanics; they were like, "Fuck this shit," and they tried to prove it wrong, <laughs> but they couldn't. And they couldn't. <laughs> I could see Einstein going, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> All right, real quick, real quick. I just want to tell you guys about our good friends at Manscaped. That's right, everybody. The heat is hot, right? And you know what makes you really hot? Fur. Too much fur will really wear you down. And as an Armenian, I'm dying. This is our 9-11, okay? That's how hot it is right now. How hot was it in the valley? Dude, it was 112. 112. 112. I'm like, what is this, Phoenix, Arizona? You don't want to be hairy. At 112. Dude, you don't want to live in 112 and pay state taxes. That's all I know, dude. That's a bad combo, okay? But thanks to our good friends at Manscaped, I was out there to cool off and shave down. That's right. You guys know I'm ready for two things, dude. A zombie apocalypse and getting the ladies pregnant, okay? That's my lady. She wants to shave down, looking good, okay? I do all sorts of different stuff. She loves your mom's house. My, my girl loves your mom's house. I do little shaving of Tom and Christina on each side of my nuts. That's how much I love my girl. It's, That's the kind of detail you could do with man. It's easy to do too but with their uh, lawnmower uh 
3.0. Dude, it's That's incredible. Amazing. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you and your level up your full body grooming game. Hell yeah. that They have changed forever the grooming game of with their Perfect Package 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of liquid. For, dude, it's the best. It's the best. And guess what? No nicks. No nicks. Dude, remember back in the like 1800s, John? You remember that? People were using those straight ladies, <laughs> bleeding out, dead. Just that trying to look good for was, your lady. Yeah, that was like top 10 cause of death in 1895. Bleeding out your nuts. Yeah. It was a bad day. You went down to the stream to take a bath and shave your balls. Sometimes you didn't come back. <laughs> you, you never know? came back. Yeah. And we had a, a, a nation of orphans because of that. And you what, know what? What happened to Grandpa? <laughs> your Grandpa died from bleeding out of his nuts because we didn't have Manscaped yet. That's right, dude. Subscribe. Dude, it's the best. It's the perfect package. You also get the Manscaped Crop Preserver and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant Moisturizer because we know how painful chafing is. That deodorant comes in clutch on these 120-degree days. Oh, yeah, there. getting in on the tank, just like just lighting it up, dude. Lighting it up, man. Subscribe to the perfect package and get new blades refill for your lawnmower trimmer and deliver to you every three months, okay? Oh, yeah. Dude, this is so great. For a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Package, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance re reduced chafing Manscaped Boxer Brief. That's right. 20% off plus free shipping. Just use the promo code TFH at Manscaped. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code TFH at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use a promo code TFH trim your testicles uh, with, the, with the besticles you know anyways um, so what you're saying because I like to take incredibly smart stuff barely understand it yeah. and try to make it so people who like me who flunk first grade can understand what you're saying is what you're saying when we observe something we change it exactly and so the smartest dudes in the world back then were all arguing about this. Heisenberg, Schrodinger, uh, Bohr, um, Einstein, everyone, right? And so the Bohr and uh, the guy who invented the atom bomb, uh, what was his name again? Heis, Heis, his, it's Oppenheimer. Anyway, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, right? Yeah, that guy was scumbag. Um, they were all talking about this, and Bohr was the one who was like, you know what? Uh, so let me just back up a little bit. So when you try to measure a subatomic particle, you can only either measure for its position or its velocity. And once you measure one, the other is infinitely uncertain. And that's the uncertainty principle. That's Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. And so basically what that says is that those properties don't exist before someone looks at it, before the, the observer looks at it. So you can say that there are no events until there's an observer. Okay, dude. That's some okay. I I I'm gonna yell that. Stop cutting you off. Wait, is that is that if a tree falls in the in the forest? That's that basically oh. it. Yes, that's it. When I used to go on road trips, I used to fantasize and imagine that when I left that area, everyone would just stop. 
until I came back, and then they would pick which, up again. Which, you know, fits that whole simulation thing that our friend yes. was talking about a few weeks ago oh, gonna, about where He's you coming go, back on oh, Wednesday. We're getting into that. Where you go into, like, a national park or whatever, yeah. and it requires too many elements to so load. So they're so just they, like, fuck it, you're done. Call yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to render you, and we're not going to render all the things. Don't ruin that if you don't believe I got a whole episode <laughs> on that. I don't need the poo-poo platter that. So, so, <laughs> what, so... That I believe that, dude. It's like okay. right now. Okay. Is there a snake in the safari in in the Amazon eating animal? If I'm not seeing it, you're not seeing it. None of us have seen it going on. Is it happening? Okay, so I wanted to bring up the uncertainty principle and the observer effect to basically say how important consciousness and awareness is. Birch, and do me a favor. That's what all. Do me a that's favor. what hermeticism Birch, Birch, is about. Birch, Birch. Yes. Do me one favor. Can you, are you on your computer right now? Yeah. Can you take the top of the computer and just push it a little forward? So you're there. You go much better, right? Yeah. Right. There we go. So now you're in the I'm whole be able camera. To see my hands, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> your giant monster hands. Um. So there we are. So go back to what you were talking about. I apologize, to everybody who's uh, screaming at me right now. But go on. Sorry. It's all right. Um. So how important awareness is and consciousness is and that they want to suppress it. The standard model wants to suppress that idea and they can't get around it. They do all kinds of mental gymnastics. They do videos on YouTube to try to like get you to not think about it. And CERN itself, they're like, okay, we're going to try to find the basic building blocks of the universe by smashing shit together. I mean, you fucking retards. You're just going to smash shit together to try to figure out what's going on. And, uh, what they did was is they invented a particle basically that thing exists for zero amount of time like basically zero the god oh. particle which is the higgs boson and uh is what that the, higgs the one boson that's like says, a pentagram is that the the particle that's a pentagram? Yeah. duncan used to talk about it. it they broke it down so much that it was it looked like a pentagram if that's not some yeah. luciferian shady but shit really, right there. yeah i mean there is some fuck i mean i'm not going to get into that i'm just trying to say what they did with the god particles make it so oh look there is a field that pervades all space that er that connects everything to everything like the gnostics believe but it's just a god particle so we'll just stop talking about it Okay. What you're talking about is my theory on Q, okay? And every, I, I'm not getting into whether it's real, but what I'm saying is, you know, if enough people believe in something, it becomes real. It's like yeah. if we all agree on... It's oh, like, man, I love that you're saying this, bro. So let me... Let me let's, so it's like the, let's, the, let's the shadow in the for cave, a second, right? We want to get there. We want to get there. It's the shadow in the cave, right? Like the shadow yeah. in the cave, it's a shadow, but we make it into this whole thing. Now there's a situation. Yes. I mean, it, it, if people believe it, it is effectively as though it exists, whether it did or not. Yes, yeah. it becomes operatively true because everyone is operating on that notion. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What was um, what was the one what, that, when you observe something? What's that principle called? Uh, the observer effect. Yeah, the observer effect. Okay, so let's go back to the origin of the universe because this gets into the first principle of Hermeticism, uh, which I won't say yet, but let's... let's. So if we think of just before the Big Bang, right? There was a creation moment, right? And I'm talking about awareness and consciousness because it's important for this idea, uh, the origin of the universe. So think about uh, space with nothing in it like the absolute void copy yes and so did you guys see the simpson episode where he i think he gets rendered almost as like uh in 
like he's a real person, but he's in a white space. And he's walking around, and there's nothing there except Homer, right? Do you remember that episode? <laughs> no, I don't. It's The point is, is that one thing in the void doesn't give any information, right? He could walk forever. Homer could walk forever in one direction, and it wouldn't matter because there's no reference point. There's no frame of reference, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like the theory, like, if you traveled to the sun, you're staying in the same day. It's the same day, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, so think about the void with nothing in it, right? Okay, and so at the moment of creation, just think of the first object, right? So suddenly now there's something, and it's in space, we can say. There's something and nothing, right? But where is that something? Where is that first object? Is it anywhere? It's because great, there's no right? other frame of reference to, to, to identify where that fucking thing is. You guys following me? No, I guess. So if I'm in a room of emptiness and I'm just walking and then I see a tree and later on someone goes, where's that tree? I go, I, I don't I don't know where the tree is. I mean, I just walked. Well, even having a tree would be different than what he's talking. I mean, he's saying if, yeah. if it's just you in the in this empty space, right. how, would, how could you locate yourself? You know what I mean? Like, how could you get back to where you were? Yeah. Are you but even that anywhere? Just took the next step, which is where I was going, which is, okay, now add another thing. Right. So now relative to the tree, Sam knows where he is relative to the tree, but nothing else. Right. Yeah. And so now now him and the tree are entangled like um, two entangled electrons. Right. Because they're a system. They're basically one thing now. But where are they? Where is that system now? You still don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You can add more shit and more shit to that. And that creates a bigger system. But where is that system? Still don't know, right? We require, we require the Trinity, man. We require the next element, which is an awareness that fucking looks at it. You know what this reminds me of is, I, I don't know why this popped in my head, but it's like Roseanne Barr's old joke. I think it's Roseanne about how fat people give directions based on fast food restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, frame of that's, reference. It's all frame of reference. Yeah, and this is right? what Einstein was talking about too, right? right? Is the... You cannot measure something unless you're in relation to something else, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So we go yeah. back to this CERN thing and which is, I mean, the stuff that they say comes out of that is scary. I mean, I, I yeah, mean, like, don't listen to those guys. Those are the dumbest fuckers on earth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, scientists. I, I, are, are they... I, I mean, I, you kind of addressed it. You touched on this briefly in the beginning. Uh, are Do you think any of those experiments are dangerous? Yeah, and uh, I definitely think they are. And uh, they could... Okay, so Sam likes to talk about realms. Let's just jump over to the realm idea real fast. Uh, I don't think... I, I don't. We're not in a simulation. We're in a creation because what I was just getting at is that there was an original consciousness that had to look at what it was doing in order to make it have a place, an origin, uh, a beginning point. You know. No. So <laughs> explain that in dumb dumb terms. What you're saying. Um. So I think he did with the with the okay. like the 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 empty the void. Okay. Uh, Thing. So does that go back to what you're talking about space? Like yeah, where, so what where I'm it saying all started? is that this whole thing is a creation and there are 
anything that's connected to it, like multiple dimensions, like the fairy realm or whatever, however you want to say it, is part of this one universe. But right? do you believe in in the, those multiple universes yes. in this universe? I, you yeah, believe in the fairy dimensions more than just four, you know. And the time dimension may actually be an illusion, which we will get to later. Is in the, the is this is saying it's not a simulation? Is that really a distinction without a difference, though? I mean, could it be? That's what I'm thinking. You're just putting it like it's tomato versus tomato. I love that. I love that you guys think this way. You guys are smart. Um, so it really isn't. It really doesn't matter. But the thing is, though, is that the creator, right? The Gnostics believe that there is, he was in everything under every rock, you know? Which would and be true of a programmer, suppressed. right? Would be true of a programmer. Yes. But it, are you going to say that the, it's, a, it's a computer simulation and then also say that the creator um, or that the laws of nature are not important are like, is that is, can you break the laws of nature in this simulation? Is it just a simulation? And like, if you're a, like a player in the game and uh, you have, uh, you've hacked it so that you can see through walls, you know, well, is that something that you can do? So I, it's I, not, I have a theory on that dude. And, and it is my super Mario theory. All right. <laughs> like super Mario in donkey Kong, could only do a couple things. I hope this gets in textbooks someday. You know, like page three hundred, the Super Mario theory. Yeah, I do. Can we? Can we? Can someone give me credit for that? The Super Mario theory. But the Super Mario theory is that at at one point, Super Mario only knew this, which is this giant gorilla was trying to bang his girl, and he had to stop it. So he had only a couple tools that he understood at that moment, which was jumping over barrels, climbing uh, 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 ladders, and smashing barrels. Those that, That's the only thing he understood. A very, very simple man trying to mm -hmm. save his girl. At some point, I don't know what happens, but Super Mario opened. It realizes there's more to the universe and now he's in Super Mario Kart and he could do all these other fucking <laughs> things dude you know and now he's over there he, the, he plays within the rules of his game the game only changes when he realizes there's another game yeah. that's my whole thing right so it's like it's like that's a Johnny point though about like whether it's a distinction without a difference and I've heard you say that before I love that sense uh it really kind of isn't, except for the fact that there's these initial conditions um, to the creation, to the universe. And it's not like this dome, like some people think we live on a flat earth and there's a fucking dome over it. You know? there's <laughs> I wonder actually, what your opinion on that is. <laughs> there, there's actually space out there, like all of the things out there are out there, like it's part of it. It's not like there's a simulation and we're just on this surface and we look out and what we see out there is not even really there. Like, mm. you know, there's a curtain or something. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I, that's not my thing. And I, and I don't argue against it because I, it doesn't bother me. What if people think we live on a flat earth, I, you know, for me, flat earth only says it's like, oh, we're being lied to about something, which I yeah. do believe in. So I agree with whether that, you believe absolutely. we live on a, I, and I was having this while I was showering the other day. I thought about this. What if we live on whatever you believe we live on, which is the observer thing, right? If you, if you believe we live on a globe, your world becomes this globe. If you yeah. believe we live on okay. a flat plane, we, we live on a flat. You 
in your reality, you know, live in the flat the, plane. The, the flat earth thing, though, to me, and tell me if you agree with this, it's, it seems there's a sort of an... I just hope those people, especially the young people who are into that, still go into the sciences and try to interrogate these things for themselves, you know, try to, but to here's prove the problem with that. And I, and I know what you're going to say. They're going to be indoctrinated by education and stuff. Is that right? I mean, no, no, what no. What I'm saying is that the people who believe in the globe yeah. won't sit down and debate the people. Well, it doesn't even require debate, though, because there are the facts out there. You can debate the facts. You can interrogate the facts. Okay, look, you guys, I'm going to have to cut you off because this is the problem. Did we just get cut off earth. on our own podcast? <laughs> Did that yeah, never had a guest do that? This is guys, the problem stop. with the flat earth, you guys, is that it creates this debate over something that instead of what we should be debating over, which is what they're really hiding. You know, yeah, what they're really hiding is the fact that what Bob Marley said, he said, all the glitter is not gold. Half the story has never been told. And this is the unseen. This is, uh, you know, the ether, you know, that all pervading space that actually connects everything and all things and is, is agitated or perturbed by uh, just a thought, you know, this no. is what they want to hide. This butterfly effect and i'm worried that that's getting thrown out with the bathwater by a lot of people who are in the flat earth i mean they don't you know because it's so easy if you're dismissing the idea of space it's so much e it's easy to dismiss quantum theory and yeah well everything I, I, else. I, i'm not against what you're saying either that i'm not against and then also that. yeah sorry son but mike for me you. dude I love you. I just got one more little point here <laughs> for, for, okay go on <laughs> go on um, go on go on go on because i have a point to the simulation point. thing right um so, damn it, I okay. lost it. So why do you ahead. think about that? My whole point, Johnny, is that they, what they believe is that we're being lied to. So when people, and we could have degrees of what's being lied to, but at the end of the day, it's like my whole theory. It's like, it's like government's evil, government's ran by a, 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 a pedophile ring. Like, why are we going to argue over that? We all agree mm. government's got some problems. Let's yeah. find, you know, it's like, it's like the people who have all their different versions of 9-11. It's just like at the, at the bot, at the base, we all agree it was an inside job. It's factionalism. Ryan right? Dawson, who I love the pieces, doesn't think there were stuff in the building. I, I don't want to put words in and not because I think the world of him. I think he's a great researcher. So he doesn't believe that. That there's that there's um, that there were bombs in there possibly. You know, D Dr. Judy Wood thinks it's hit by uh, um, uh, direct energy weapons. They don't agree on that, but at the end of the day, they both agree that it, it was an inside job. Yeah, and my concern is that with with flat earth you're getting too many people who are just taking their ball and going home you know what i mean they're not kind of participating yeah. in that wider I community i find that flat earth people want to engage well, in no, no, like, I'm, not, I, I'm thinking like primarily uh, like primarily about eddie right now who's you know won't even talk he's no 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 that, kind of that, i think what you're miss you're you're misunderstanding what eddie is saying by that because i'm in the same boat as eddie it's just you can't. You don't want to proselytize. You don't want to be I, no, evangelical no, no. He's about just, it. You it's don't want like to go out and convince people. At this point, dude, it's like we're just arguing all the time about everything. Yeah. And it's just like I have my beliefs that I've studied. I'm done arguing. I'm not going to say if if all this stuff. I don't even want to. I don't see arguing. I want to see people go out and experiment. You know, like but but but, but do listen, science. You know, this show started in 2017, right? Yeah. So. 
Like right after the election, mm. 2017, it starts very early. In, like it's January Perfect something. Perfect time, yeah. 2017, right after the election, this starts because, you know, of what Hillary was doing. So Eddie and I, I and I've always been conspiracy theorists. I just never really talked about because I mm. didn't, it didn't click, right? I, you know. So, but Eddie and I have been talking about this stuff forever, and we've been telling people to the point that, you know, people at the comic store put hands on me. Now, yeah, if, if I if was there for that one, I can't, <laughs> I, if, if you don't think there's pedophiles at the highest levels of Hollywood and Washington, D.C. at this moment, I can't help you anymore. Mm. How many cases have to come out? So it's not that to he's me, like, that's different, though. That's not, no, science. but that's what Eddie's getting. Eddie's now because, because when it comes to flat earth, you you see it as that's just you're not into it. Are you so, saying it's so inflammatory that people can't have a rational I discussion say he, about it? Everything? You flat Earth, uh, the Clintons, uh, but you're George saying, Soros. You're saying it's too inflammatory for most people to have a discussion about it without going off the handle. Yeah, and people angry. just want to go nuts. Nobody wants to hear. They just want to argue. And at that point, he's just tired. I can't post anything. I just feel like the flat Earth the flat Earth community has made its reputation, and I'm not saying this is bad necessarily, on attacking science that other people did, you know, and I, I just really wish they'd focus more but on they, their but own they, okay. they openly, hold Again. on real quick, Birch, <laughs> we'll, we'll, bring, I, we'll have you right in. I want, I, they want to have debate. I'm not talking, I'm not saying debate though, that's a whole different, I'm talking about doing science. Around like the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. We are. You know, um, so about your point about uh, the observer effect and that how that we all create our own reality, there is an objective reality, which is what I want to get to with the principles of medicine, which is that there is this initial conditions, these this background that runs that uh, is basically the laws of nature and they cannot be broken. And um, and so that about the simulation thing is like it's like is they want to promote that idea because they want to say that nature really is just something that you can fucking hack. You know, that really isn't like has these laws that um, were put in place, you know, in the at the beginning. What's well, the motivation you know? for that? Are you are you saying that that they're doing that to make people feel as though they have a sense of agency in the world? Is that is that? A bad no, thing? it's it's more because they're going towards. And I heard one of your guests say the the um, the revelation of the method. Right. So they're going towards this final solution. They've been working on it for thousands of years. We could years, probably come up with a final, better term than final wheel. solution. But. Yeah, final solution. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. Well, yeah. that's another that, I mean, thing they probably flipped. Bad. It's really that bad. There's two options, arrested development or, or self-extinction, you know? Yeah. Um, that's where we're headed. And that they want the arrested development, which is the digital cage, which is this technocracy, right? And so they know the hermetic principles. They know the rules, and they know they can't break them. And so they get all of us to break them for them while they ride on top. You know, dude, that is I totally uh, I totally get what you're talking about. Do you have some great stuff I want to talk in about? Because so let's, we should get to the hermetic print, the principles, because this is what these are the rules that they know. All right. These are the rules they know they can't break. And it's like this is uh, God's law, if you will. Like, I know that it's like it's got a stigma on the side for a scientist. I have a scientific background, right? I'm a scientist by nature. I come at this from a scientific perspective. I don't want to sweep one half of reality under the rug. So I want to look at everything, you know, and on the other side, there's this dogma where the religious people think that God is somehow separate from his creation and is looking down on us. But really, um, in the moment of creation, 
the creator or the creators, if you want to look at it, um, where is XG, by the way? I was going to say the Trinity, you know, uh, that it, Just, like that to be moment. honest with you, he could be dead. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. He could be dead. We have not heard from. But him. anyway, at the moment of creation, um, there were these initial conditions put in put in place, and uh, they reiterate on themselves, like um, uh, a hollow fractal creation. So it's like every output gets put back in as an input. And that is the basically what we witness as the expansion of the universe, you know, but it's all operating on these laws and it's all based on geometry, you know, dude, I I'm looking at these principles and I already love them, dude. <laughs> Let's start. Number one, the principle of mentalism. Yes. Okay. So the first principle is that the entire universe, all of creation is mental, right? It's it all in is, here, dude. It's mind, you know? And that's why when right. I see these people going nuts in the streets right now and they're all like, they're all like, oh, we got to change you to save me. I'm like, no, yeah. man, yeah. you're creating this universe. You yeah. can save you. It's all in here, man. Change the way you think. Change yes. the way you live. That's okay, how so it is, man. That's great, Sam, because that's what the matrix is. That is the simulation. And we were talking about it before. It is this mental construct that has been put on our minds. And what becomes, even though it's a lie, it becomes operatively true because everyone fucking believes it. You know, that's the matrix, right? They want us to think that there's somehow this like computer program. But no, we're being manipulated. Our minds are being manipulated. It's the science of the mind. And they know exactly how to fuck with us, you know? So... So you're saying that by making us think that there is a simulation that they are fucking with us? Well, yeah, that they're if they're discrediting the basically cosmic law, you know, like that it's just some kind of computer program, you know. Okay. So when you bring up the law, you brought up the laws of physics. I've said this before mm -hmm. on my uh on past podcast that I I believe that the laws of physics were created to make it so we box ourselves into understanding our universe into this box. And yes. that anything outside that box, if it occurs, has to be disregarded because it doesn't fit into the box. And for me, the magic is all everything outside the box. I agree with you 100%, except that there, to qualify it, right? There is a lot of, we get so much out of classical mechanics, you know, like all of our technology and quantum mechanics, right? So there is something to it. But... Um, there's this whole other side, right? And so you're exactly right. There's this side, the material side, what we get out of it, you know, these uh, amazing tools and whatnot. And, but then there's, they want us to just forget about the other side, which is that we are more than just our flesh and bones, you know? Dude, I could not agree more. I could not agree more. So here's interesting. The principle of number two is the principle of correspondence. Now, when I see this, the first thing that comes up, and it's, again, what annoys me, they show these symbols, right? And one of the symbols is a spiral, which, of course, the scumbag people had to take. And whenever you see it, you're like, oh, pedophilia, oh, pedophilia, because that's what they do. Just like they took the swastika, which was the Hindu uh, symbol of peace, and now it's like, Nazi. Nazi. It's like, no, it's peace, ma'am. Um, yeah, yeah. 
The principal the, correspondence is very interesting. And I, I want can explain to, this one. Yes, for it. Go for it. Um, but uh, to what you're saying, though, just right there, it's like, yeah, they want us to think that all of these, that the occult, which is these hermetic principles, the mystery schools, basically, um, is bad, right? Is evil, right? But it's not. It's just that they can use these things against us because they know the rules. The principle of correspondence is basically that the universe, like I was saying before, is a self-iterating hollow fractal creation. So fractal, the definition of fractal is um, a self-repeating pattern. So at any scale, you can look at it and you'll see the same patterns. And the universe exhibits that and it is, it is irrefutable. You look at any scale of the universe and you see the same patterns. You see the same constants, like the phi ratio, for example, which is the golden ratio. You see everything is repeated at all scales. There is scale invariance, right? So that is the principle of, of correspondence, which is basically as above, so below. So if you as above, big scale, macro, so below, micro, or human scale, you'll find the same patterns. That's all that it says. So, and I also found that, like, the, is it also that, like, why did I think it had to do with what is on the outside is also on the inside? Yes, that's and, the same thing. And because macro, and, micro. Okay. And that, you know, because Jordan Sather, who I kind of got a little mad at, and I probably owe him an apology because I went kind of hard at him on the internet because <laughs> he was he was saying that Save Our Children was a uh, uh, controlled opposition. As far as I know, uh, I went there out of pure heart. I do it because of the kids. And, uh, you know, it just it popped up the day before. Luckily, the the the, the marches went off without a hook, uh, with any kind of fucking bullshit. Um, and he, he had, and I probably owe him an apology because he most likely was doing it out of love. I, I wish he would have done it with a little bit more. Um, uh, it just came off as player hating. And uh, yeah. I, I didn't enjoy what he did there. And he's been on the show. He's a nice guy. He, I don't really follow him anymore. I, I like anybody that like you connect with, and then you, you, they don't return DMs. I'm kind of over you. I'm just like I just don't need you. I, I just don't. It's just you're not in my life. And I'm probably I owe him an apology for just bringing that up too. Not right, but but the point is he brought up the uh, the the principle of correspondence. And it was something along the lines, you used the word, the individual, like the, you realize the individual in you. And I go, I don't think that's the, the, the principles of correspondence because I thought when you, the, so above, so below me, for me, it was that we are all one of the universe. Yeah. Am I, am but I off on but that? But it's like, you want to look at the pattern aspect of it because people want to anthropomorphize this, these principles when they're really the laws of the universe. Uh, the principles of hermeticism basically is cosmic law. And uh, if we get into it more, you'll begin to see what I'm talking about. And so he was coming at it from a point where he thought he had some kind of understanding. I, this is just my flash intuition on the thing. And uh, he wanted to say something about it, but there's no way that you can fucking say something without sounding like a fucking asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was just a weird thing, you know, uh, a particular occult uh, expert sent me a clip of him saying that, and, uh, you know, I just, I was always understanding that, so above, so below, meaning what's inside, what's on the outside, so that, uh, that means that we're all connected, that's my opinion, yeah. you know, and, uh, 
Maybe. But to re reiterate, it's like you want to look at the patterns, uh, right? Uh, out in the cosmos, you will find uh, the phi ratio and the torus and the spiral. And then you come down uh, to the smaller scales and you will find the same pattern. Right? So, and so another way to look at it is also like if you see a little rivulet flowing from a puddle to another puddle and you look at the edges of how that little river uh, looks, and then you look at a, like a drone footage of an actual river, right? You will see the same patterns yes. right, on the edge of the flow, right? Yeah, this is what it means. It's nothing more than that, except that we can bring the human aspect in uh, later. But first we have to look at it as like what it really means at the core level. You know? So, and so the, the next principle, right? The principle of vibration. So real quick. So I'm on this page. I'm going to include this link. It's on Medium. Dot com. I'm gonna include it because they have pictures of what he's talking about. Birch is talking about, and that is the finding the patterns all through the universe. Now I understand it better. Thank you, Birch. Yeah, and, and the, something for you guys to look at that is fascinating uh, is uh, fractals themselves. It's like these equations that iterate on themselves and create these infinite patterns. And one of them is the Mandelbrot set, which is a very famous one. You know. And so if you if you search Mandelbrot set and you look at these images, you will trip because you can zoom in to any scale and you keep seeing the same thing. You know, yes. it's, it's amazing. That's what you talk. So the, the pictures here before we move on the vibrations, it shows um, it shows a, a one shell. It shows a uh, if you go to medium, if you go to the laws, uh, the principles, the, the hermetic revival, yes. seven ancient principles. Uh, if you go to that on uh, mission.org, excuse me, everybody, it's mission.org. Uh, it really breaks it down and it shows, um, it show, it's really amazing. It shows like a shell, a tornado, a wave. You're, and now here's where we get to the yeah. universe. Then yeah. you go look at your fingerprint, okay? You go look mm -hmm. at a uh, sunflower, you go look at the a Fibonacci plant. sequence. Yeah, dude, and there's the shell again, dude. Again, it's kind of crazy, man. Mm -hmm. So interesting, dude. So, so that's the as above, so below. So you can like, so the next thing is crazy because, okay, principle of vibration. Basically, yes. that's saying that everything is waves. Everything is frequency. Every single thing is built of frequency, right? So if you think of that, there is some kind of medium, which is, what people used to think of as the ether, right? This is the what they want to uh, write out of history. This is what Einstein uh, and his equations, they prop him up. These dudes that they make the smartest dudes on earth, I would be suspicious of them because his equations are so badass, right? They are so right on, but they get rid of the ether and they create this space-time thing, which is false, you know? So, so uh, everything is vibrations. Everything is, is frequency. Everything is frequency. Nothing. So it, it all starts out like wah. the Buddhists think that the sound of the universe is the ohm, right? And so it's like as soon as the universe was created, it was like, ohm, you know, nothing. And then everything kind of coalesced from that, those frequencies. They reiterate on each other and they re-emanate and they create this fractal pattern, right, over time. And even if there is time. <laughs> and and according to this, uh, everything is in motion. 
Yeah. No, uh, nothing Everything is in rest. motion. Nothing you can do will not disturb the background, which is some people think that's the Akashic records too, which, you know, everything that has ever happened has been recorded. You can't not do it. And so that's why these guys, it's like, they don't want that, right? <laughs> they don't want their actions to be recorded. And they treat nature like it's a clock. And why should they be subservient to a clock? They were like, fuck that. I want to be in control. I want to be the authority. This is what they're trying to do, right? So so according to this, there's uh, 48, 44 octaves. Mm -hmm. And uh, man. Quaterian uh, symmetry shows that all of the mathematical constants can be predicted using the frequencies, you know, and the octaves. All math. Oh, say that again. All of the mathematical constants are predicted using those octaves. That's it's Johnny. What do you think symmetry. of that? It's some crazy shit. This is deepest waters we've ever been in. It's a good way. To <laughs> I'm trying I to like it. digest. I feel like I'm a, like an Atari video game trying to play grand theft auto right now i'm trying to digest some really deep shit to the best of my abilities so the vibe so how does the vibration me help based on how do you how can it solve all math equations um it's just uh you're gonna have to look up the quaternion symmetry and do a little research have johnny help you and uh <laughs> oh and my also God, uh, so edward deep. uh Edward Grant is this mathematician, this uh, like toroidal mathematician guy. You can find him on uh, Instagram, and he does this stuff every day. Talks about it every day. He's a great resource. He's a badass. God, um, so, but basically, the all you have to do is accept the idea that everything is frequency, everything is waves, and at quantum mechanics, the wave equation, right? That's how. That's the equation that determines the superposition. How are right? you they a wave? It, they call it the wave equation. How you are know? you a wave? Um, so just like a particle, um, is in a little packet, right? It's in, it's constrained within this like space. And so the frequency has to go back and forth within that little space. And it creates this illusion of solidness, even though our entire bodies are nearly empty space, you know, that's so interesting. Like, we're like an like atom a itself, hot sauce. The, the parts of an atom are mostly empty space. And so everything that makes us up is empty space too, right? It's, so we just have to accept that everything is frequency. And it's uh, maybe tricky at first, but I think that... Uh, is you know, frequency programming? Well, kind of in a way, because you have a medium and then it, it is perturbed and it creates a wave, right? So it's like, is that's, that's one of the principles. We should move on to the next one. Okay, let's move on to the next one. The principle of polarity. Polarity, all right? So this is duality, right? Have you guys have heard of duality, right? Yes. <laughs> so duality is unity in disguise because up cannot be without down. There's no up without down. We don't even know what it is. There's no dark without light. There's no, you know, are you following me? Yeah, for sure. And it's my theory why these powers that be have demon they've demonized everybody's dark passenger, meaning we have both light and dark in us. Yes. We have these loving moments. And then we also have these moments where we're getting weird and doing weird shit. And society has been constructed to demonize those weird things because the masses of mankind know they exist in each of us. So if we demonize this thing like sex, right, we demonize sex and anybody who doesn't fall into this regular kind of 
sexuality and the way of having sex, uh, outside that, you can control these people because everybody has light and dark in them. Mm -hmm. So um, the ultimate sophistication is simplicity, right? This is something Da Vinci said. Yeah. So it's, it's hard not to, okay, so they use these principles to say that you can use them to live a good and moral life, right? But we want to look down to the bottom of what they're what it's saying, and uh, so if everything is waves, everything is frequency, then the polarity in waves is the peak and the trough, right? You can't have the peak without the trough. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So this yes. is a this is a property of waves. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everything exhibits those properties. It's according to this, everything is dual. Everything yes. has poles. Everything has its opposite. Like and unlike are the same thing. Opposite. Universe cannot abide a monopole. They're, they do not exist in nature. To love somebody, you must hate somebody, right? How many times have <laughs> you been with somebody? You're like, I love them so much. I fucking hate them. They drive me nuts, right? <laughs> so this is what you're describing right there is kind of this, uh, the checkerboard, the, you know, the... Um, transition right which is the next principle which is the principle of rhythm right i mean yes rhythm the principle of rhythm so basically what's that saying is that this too shall pass so um what rhythm says it's a property of waves it's very simple property of waves right? everything flows that, in and out everything has its yeah. tide if you're uh, if you measure if you're trying to measure frequency you choose a point and then you measure how long it takes for the peak to come back again right so Frequency moves. So there will be a peak and then there will be a trough. There will be superior and then inferior, right? So this is what happens. You know, uh, what, you know what's so funny? I say that about people's lives, right? People yes. have super high points, but there will be a time where you go through it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that. This might be called karma. This is where the karma thing comes Dude, in. Dude, well put. Birch, well put. <laughs> that is really what it is about. The yin and the yang. It is. It is. It is. I, I. I've seen it happen so much in like just entertainment where people get everything they want early, and that's like, oh, the crash comes because that's just the, we all we all in a weird way have to go through it. I don't know what Denzel Washington's story is because it just seemed like it's all peak, but and I don't want anything to happen to him because he, he he's my hero. But you know, welcome. What? It'll come. No, don't say that. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a weird hand, so maybe that's it. Does he? Yeah, he's got some weird kind of hand. Oh, I didn't know that. That's how great there of an actor he is. is. You yeah. didn't even know. <laughs> like, if he was coming up right now, it would all be about his hand. But no, he's like, oh, I, got, I, got a, I got a fucking weird hand. Nobody knows he's kicking Like Bob Dole? Remember Bob Dole? Used to, he would just put a pen in his hand because he couldn't open it. So he would <laughs> just stick a pen in his hand. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I'm just holding this pen. Oh, yeah, he would do that, Bob Dole. Would. It's always like when they give uh, people who talk to themselves phones, so it always looks like they're talking to somebody. Maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. some Bluetooth, right? Um, but that's what it is, man. And I talked about yeah. it's like I've seen some people that a lot of great things have happened to. Now, now there's some crashing and burning going on, and I go, it happens to everybody, dude. Okay, to what degree? So we're gonna get knows? to this. We're gonna get to this one, bro, because the next one you're gonna get your mind blown, right? Are you ready? The to next one is the principle of cause and effect. 
Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I've been wanting to do an episode on this so long. I'm so happy we're doing it. So when I talked to Birch was on the show, we were talking about uh, media, and he brought this up. I'm like, okay, you're coming on the show, dude. We gotta talk about this because I think it's so important, and I, I think the occult crazy people take these principles, flip them up, and make it so we don't know what's going on in the world. That's Principle number six, cause and effect. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to, the, to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. What does that mean? Okay, so think of it in principles of waves, uh, the properties of waves, right? First, right? So... Uh, cause and effect, we can think of it, everyone explains it as that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And, you know, the billiard ball thing, the old billiard ball thing, where if you uh, smash one ball into the other, then that energy will be conserved, right? And so the equal and opposite effect is that energy gets transferred to the other object. So you need one object to act on another. That's the what you need. That's what is required. With uh, you guys following me? Yes. Yes. Cause so and with effect. Waves, with waves, you got to have two things, right? You got to have the perturbation, the force acting on the medium, right? And the medium is, let's say, the rock that I push, right? No, the medium. Think of it in principles of waves as like the surface of a pool, and you stick your finger on you, and you disturb the pool, and you create that ripple effect. Copy. I. I so, the the medium is what. The surface, the but it's the, the water, like, right? Just use it as the the metaphor of water, um, right? Yeah. And so the surface of the water, that force, you just kind of touch it with your finger, and you create this uh, um, ripple effect outwards. So that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. All of that energy and information is transferred into the medium, into the water, into so, the surface. So much of this sounds like the laws of physics. Did they just flip this shit and try to act like yeah. they wrote some cool shit? But it's just properties of waves. You can't get away from the properties of waves. They, they're immutable. They just, that's how it works. You know, that's you can't just... not disturb a medium when you disturb it, <laughs> you know? So how does this like in, in life like uh, okay, okay. we're getting to it or we're getting to it so principle cause and effect so let's get back to like actual things like um so still with the properties of waves like what is the perturbation that causes the sound of my voice right and you could say that it is my vocal cords vibrating and then in turn imparting that vibration to the air which travels you know in this case to my mic and then across <laughs> the internet to you guys coming out of your speakers. But do you see what I'm saying? But what is that object that starts that initial perturbation of the air? What is it? Is it my intention? And what kind of an object is intention? That's, dude, this is some heavy shit. Johnny, you're a big reader. <laughs> what do you think? What, I mean. You read? It's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stone, I mean, what? <laughs> I, I read college. <laughs> What, uh, uh, no, I mean, what I'm trying to see is how does this, how do we, how do we make it so people like me understand what we're saying right now, and how does this apply to is, our lives? The next example is is this still on the principle of cause and effect. Okay, so I live in a house that has a metal roof, and next to my house is are all these oak trees, and they're dropping acorns like crazy right now. Uh, right? Crazy. 
<laughs> and so every few minutes of the past few weeks, it's like plink, 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 plink down the metal roof and then onto the ground, you know, and I can hear the whole thing. Right. So what is the cause that creates the effect of the cascade of noises that I hear? What is the cause and where does it start? Is it when the acorn falls from the branch or when the branch begins to branch off from the trunk? Or is it when the, the tree starts to grow? Or is it when, you know, um, whatever happened in a way, I live in New Mexico, you guys. And so the oak trees here are actually bushes, but I live in a place where these bushes are so old that they've turned into trees, you know? So when is it, when you cannot isolate the beginning of a cause, you have to go back and back and back, you know? And you end up going back to the original cause which is all of everything, you know? But okay, follow me here for a second. Just think about that for a second, right? So you can't localize a cause. I mean, you, we can with our perception because we're down here on earth and we're like, oh, the acorn fell and it made the noise, right? But when did all that start, you know? So a just like it says in the definition that you read, right? Um, every cause has an effect and every effect has a cause. This Nothing is just happens by chance. No, yeah. So this is another polarity, though. Cause and effect is a polar are polar opposites. They cannot be sundered from each other, you know. So it is like a it is unity that's dual, right? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to uh, put it in stupid terms. Um, yeah. So I mean, if this is the crazy thing, so if we think about it, cause then effect. If then. If this happens, then that occurs. Yeah, yeah. so if I uh, treat people like shit, I end up getting bad energy towards me, right? Is that kind of what we're talking about here? I'm trying to... Yeah, you're creating a ripple effect that goes out for all time. But what I'm getting at is is that this is causality. This is the, the march of time, right? There's a cause and then there's an effect. But you cannot separate effect from the cause either. So that's retro-causality, right? Damn. So, Really, time is like a Mobius strip. Do you know what a Mobius strip is? Yeah, it folds in on itself, right, and and loops around, is it? So an ant can walk on a Mobius strip, never change size, but end up switching sides. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You can, we should buy one. It's like a, there's like sculptures that are kind of Mobius strips. It's like this. It's represented anyway. Dude, I'm deep, man. I'm I'm deep into this. I'm I'm trying, I'm getting it. So, okay, so um, the vacuum of space has very little matter in it, right? And this is why we know that um, sound can't travel across the vacuum, you know? Yes. Space, so that, space is fake, bro. <laughs> you're, Johnny, you're dead to me. So when, you, when we used to watch old movies and we'd see the sound traveling across the vacuum and, and we didn't, like, get upset about it, you know, we had to suspend our disbelief. Yeah. I mean, this is just the case. I mean, you can create a vacuum um, artificially on Earth and you get the same effect. right? So let because me ask you something no... real quick. Every hmm. cause has an effect. Every effect yeah. has a cause. Every, ha- everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. But, mm. So law, what is, in, in that term, what does law mean? So... Uh, this is basically it. Is like if everything is waves, then these are properties of waves. Like you can't get away from it. So, so nothing happens by chance. Meaning, this isn't just chance that it happened. 
it's happening for a reason? Is that what it is? Yeah. That was caused but, but before? They, but if we can't localize causality, if we have to go back to the original uh, event, which is the creation of the universe, this is why people start coming up with ideas like the many worlds theory. It's like every time each of us makes a choice, we create a brand new universe. And this is to preserve free will. You know, Because otherwise it's hard determinism. If we go all the way back, then everything that has happened happened in the moment of creation. I, right? uh, this, I sorry, this reminds me of one of the, I, I can't remember where it is in Christian apology, but there, you know, there's this, there's this question that people have had been and been asking for thousand, two thousand years now. Why, why is there pain and suffering in the world? And there is this one apologist idea that God imagined all possible universes, and this is just the best one, you know. So. And so he kind of initiated the universe in such a way that this would be the the world we have. So that kind of reminds, I mean, it's a similar sort of idea, right? To, yeah. To, and if he is the prime mover, you know, the initial, and, and then we kind of operate within a certain limited bandwidth so that there is determinism, you know, or there's not determinism, but free will. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I yeah. think, I think what Sam is reaching for here is some, some, uh, how we might use this in, in you know in our day to day like a practical application for these. Yeah, so we have to go through all the principles in order to get there. Okay, okay. so let's right. go through number seven, the principle of gender. Here we go. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and its feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. I totally agree with that. Yeah, and so this is where we bring in the human sphere. Uh, up to this point, it's just uh, waves. You know, but suddenly now, oh, now we have gender, right? And so with the principle of correspondence, we can use these principles to actually analyze gender, right? So in our sphere, on the sphere of the world, we see gender everywhere, right? And this is another polarity. This is an independent relationship that cannot be separated, right? So that we cannot exist without this, uh, these, this polarity. So if uh, we use the principle of correspondence, then at every scale, there is this gender, right? There are things that exist in nature that have the aspect of female and also things that have the aspect of male. You know, right? I, I t t totally agree with this. And a good friend of mine t talked about this before. Scott Ross was telling me about how important it is to have both male, female in society. And if it goes one way or the other too much, it's not good. And like he goes, if you look at prison, right, why are prisons so insanely violent? Well, because there's no female to offset the behavior of the male. It's only male. There's yeah. no female. So the, the universe is out of balance. Yes. And so what you're, you're talking about, the scale of society, but also so the principle of correspondence, then within each of us, there is this male and female aspect, despite what sex you are, you know, on the outside. And it is manifested in the hemispheres of our brain, right? We have two hemispheres and one is an ordered, um, wants to control everything. Which side is that? That's the male side, right? That's the left brain, which controls the right side of the body. Everyone's fucking right-handed. The whole society is right-handed. Like we're all, this is what they talk about the patriarchy, right? It's like our whole society shifted to right-handed at some point and we disconnected from the other side and we repress it. In fact, we uh, say, oh, you're of the left hand like that. Somehow that's evil, you know, like that's the evil side. The left hand you know? clan? 
people are afraid of left hand clan. Yeah, and yeah. like in in the Middle East, they wipe their ass with their left hand because you know uh, that's the one that you don't shake hands with. You know, that's so <laughs> fucking weird, dude. But, but you what know- I'm getting at is that inside it. It, if we're out of balance mentally, if we're out of balance inside of our brains, right? If we do not use our feminine side as a male, then we will be walking around like an alpha. And I've heard you talk about this as where, where look at all these fucking betas, right? This is out of balance on the other side. No, I know? totally agree. With also, that, dude. alphas are abusive. And they're fucking. Have you ever been in a gym where a dude is so alpha he's shaving his ass in front of everyone? No, I have. I don't know what gyms you go to, bro. Uh, Those might be gay bars, but sounds uh, like Crunch Fitness. That's what I'm saying. You'd be so alpha, you're almost transitioning to this gay thing. No, I'm with you, dude. Why do I need to see that? I'm just Um, trying to get out. That isn't an alpha thing. Those guys that refuse to wear a towel, just walking around the gym, you know, and put their dick right in your face. You're trying to tie into your shoes or whatever, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just out of balance, man. And I so, love that you brought up the other way that there's like, there's, you know, I've always said men make the rules of business, women make the rules of society. And that is the blend, right? That's, and then we blend the two. Well, I think political correctness is an attempt to take the rules of society, feminine, and apply it to business. And in some ways, that's good. But in other ways, well, what we're seeing in Hollywood, which is, you know, the sacred victim and getting rid of competition, just giving everybody their chances. It's not the, this person has a club foot. They need an hour because the people with club foots don't have a hero. So we're going to push this forward. But then the product isn't as good. But there needs to be a balance. And what we're seeing in the social justice warrior is that is most likely the response to thousands of years of lately of too much mail, right? Yes. And now we're seeing the, that is the, the principle swing of the cause other. and effect too. That is like if you rise up um, and like going to be like this, then there'll be a resistance. There'll be an opposition, and then there will be the principle of rhythm, where one will go from superior to inferior, and then over time, it's like that. And we see that with politics. With you know, it's like we go from red to blue. And then back to red to blue, and they're the fucking same because it's just a theater. They set it up for us because we they know that we can't perceive uh, otherwise. You know, this is what you were talking about the other day with uh, the whole uh, pro wrestling thing. It's fucking pro wrestling, but people get murdered, right? People get raped, and wars are started, and a million people would die. You know, the whole thing is fucking fake, and that's the evil thing, right? That's the drama is fake. The consequences are real. Yeah, but the, the consequences are that yeah, that's the karma, is that we are basically feeling the karma of the Archon's uh, machinations. They get us to fucking uh, get, pay the price for it because we, we buy into it. <sighs> yep. We're just living but it. I wanted to talk about gender just real fast because if you're out of balance in, fucking in your mind, right, um, then what you're doing is, especially if you're a uh, left brain dominant, where uh, you're analytical, you're like, this is the science, this is material science, right? This is Sam Harris, right? Uh, so if you're like that, you're going to hurt your body because you're short circuiting a whole circuit of your body, right? And you'll get this up and down shit with your body, your health issues, or um You'll get a spotty existence in some other way. The checkerboard, you know, the Freemasons call the floor of the house. Every The reason they checkerboard the, their temples fucking black and white is because that's the bottom level. 
If you don't understand these principles, your life will be checkered, spotty, up and down, you know? This is what it's all about. They know the rules. Sorry about that. Yeah, I totally agree with that, dude. I really do. And uh, I'm sorry I, I'm getting a little passionate because this is where it comes down to the nitty-gritty, man, you know? No, I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. And we're and like when you hear about all these principles and how they've been flipped on the masses and the people are the people are just trustworthy. It's really it's really sad that these that these powerful people have preyed on people's trustworthiness and have led them astray. That's really what it is. And at the end of the day, you know, I mean, live and let live, find your balance and all that. I want to get into duality. Tell me about duality. Oh, I love it, man. Sam, you are so intuitive because this is how we solve the fucking issue. And it's really hard to come at because there is evil. You know, there is evil. And I, I, you know, when I see you doing stuff, getting pissed about shit, and because people are hurting others really bad, right? The, the level of evil is unfathomable. And I want to pull out my katana and I want to go on a rampage. You yeah, know? dude. Yeah. I want to go Pancho Villa. I want to strap on the, the bandoliers and go double pistols. You know, I want to go John Wick on these motherfuckers. Yes. You know? Yes. But we can't because that's entering into the wheel, <laughs> right? So the answer lies in duality. It lies in the polarity. So... Here's what, what it's really simple. Hold on. Really what simple. you're saying is the meek shall inherit the earth. Now, when people what hear meek, they think it's weak. It's not. Meek is not that at all. Go on. No. Yeah. You got to be you got to be what the Zen Buddhists call the middle way. You got to operate on the middle way. And uh, what the Taoists call the principle of Wu Wei, which is the principle Wu-wei. of not. Wei. Yeah. Wu Wei. <laughs> but that's the shit right there. And so people don't understand it. So the people in the West think the middle way is that um, don't get too upset when shit goes bad and don't celebrate too hard when it goes well. You know, right. like I'm a soccer player. And when I when I score, um, the tendency is to want to really celebrate, you know, but uh, you play it down a little because you want to keep scoring, you know. Right. <laughs> Right, right, and but you want to act like you've been there. In the box, and you should score, and you miss, you know, and you just like ah, you get really on, down on yourself when that happens, you know, and you can't do that. That is only partially effective. What the middle way really is, what Wu Wei really is, is to never go out on the limb in the first place, right? To never be in a position to be readjusted, to be uh, subject to the principle of rhythm, to be subject to the principle of cause and effect right? Stay on the still point, stay on the fulcrum, you know, like um, on the seesaw, the kid who's always jumping on the middle, you know, you want to be on the fulcrum and then you can ride the waves of nature and not be not too high, not too low, not too emotionally vested either way. Yeah. And so, but that really, this is really, really important because this is the karmic wheel, right? Um, If you choose a side, you are basically creating a monopole, which universe cannot abide. Universe cannot abide a monopole, right? So you're basically saying, I'm fixing my position here. This is what I stand for. This is my identity, you know? And you will be subject to opposition. And yes. the principle of rhythm. Yes. You will be subject to opposition and the principle of rhythm. And so you will be co- go from superior to inferior. That, right? You know what, dude? This is what I've been talking about in podcasting 
I know that if I go to the right or the left hard, my podcast would be bigger because I would bring all those people who are either right or left. And to go down the middle is a much more um, uh, tougher path. This is why I continue to listen to you, man, because I heard you uh, with Eddie Bravo that one time. I listened to half of it and I was like, fuck this, you know. And then I came back and I was like, listen to this guy. He's got it kind of figured out. And I love Thank your you. Rant. Finally, somebody, man. I wish you'd talk to my uh, girl. You got to, you're making a mistake here. Can we, cl- uh, uh, <laughs> can you please clip that and run that on a loop for one episode? Just fine. I, I, I want to get where everyone Let's tells make me. it the YouTube trailer. You know, when you visit the YouTube site, it's hey. the first video that pops up. This guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. This guy gets it. No, I'm with you, dude. I mean, it's like I've had friends of mine. And, you know, um, a friend of mine, Tommy G, is a fucking great guy, uh, really, really passionate. And I knew he would blow up because he went hard on the right. Uh, I've seen other people do that as well. And then there's people on the left. They go hard to the left. And they get a big following going. Uh, I'm not that guy. But then that following... The sensibilities of the of the people will switch, you know, and you'll get the rebound. Well, ultimately, and I, this is not applying to Tommy G or anybody else. I'm just saying that, you know, you know, when you make a golden rule, dude, somebody you love is going to break it. And when you <laughs> when, when when and then you have a question, you go, "Am I a fucking hypocrite? Am I a fucking hypocrite, or am I going to uh, enforce these rules I've been fucking laying on everybody else? You know, I've been I've been called that when it comes to two of my friends and the shit that they were called out uh, in the media. And I would tell you that what I've been pushing and what they've been accused of are two different things. They have been accused, tried, and convicted in social media. The people I've been calling out, they don't even get tried. They don't even get close to getting tried. They just continue in their lives. So that's what where a difference is. And I know the people. And I know the evidence that has been put forward because there is no evidence. There's only accusations with zero evidence. And there's convictions. And where are the other ones I've been going off on? There are mountains of evidence and zero convictions. But when there are is evidence, who? Fucking Harvey Weinstein, Ron Jeremy, there are arrests done. But where there are no evidence, there is no arrest, but yet people pay a price because because of political fucking bullshit, mojo, voodoo. Right? So that's that's what I'm talking about. Make a golden rule, you're gonna fucking have somebody you love break it. I am human. Yeah. Know? And uh so it's really hard. That's how they get us, you know. And I would say that that's what Trump and Q is, is the, to discredit um, people who want to be good. It'll discredit their ability to see because we have Trump supporters actually saying the truth, you know. So, so that's interesting. Whole- so you're saying that Q, Q do, you, do you believe yeah, in Q? Are, they're wait- on the one side, they're waiting for a savior. On the other, it's like, oh, Trump supporters believe that? It must be bullshit. There you go, dude. That is probably the best statement so far. And it's why I argue with people all the time. I go, listen, man. Listen. Trump isn't going to save you. And 
guess what? Because Q, because, and it's not just Trump, but it's like because there's Christians that like Q. People just want to dismiss it. And I'm like, at its base, they want to end war. They want to end pedophilia. And they want to end political corruption. The Q people call it Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, all this shit. Yeah. But you want to be because they're, they're hoping that maybe in this moment that Trump represents something good. I get it. I get why you're upset. But, dude, I'm the sure. truth, truth of the matter is that this thing is a that Why don't we just harness what's happening, the good shit, and fucking lead it to the right direction instead yeah. of demonizing, oh, you're a QAnon? Fuck you. You know what you say when you say that? Oh, are you a QAnon? You know what that says to me? You watch too much news. And you're just regurgitating talking points. So this is what's happening. Everyone's identified, right? You've created a monopole that is subject to the rhythmic rebalancing and you're, you're on the wheel and there's no progress, right? And this is the whole society that's been doing this for 2000 fucking years, a groundhog day effect. I mean, we just look into the past. We have 1968, Gore Vidal saying that fucking there's no difference between Democrats and Republicans. Thomas Paine still makes sense today. When was that, 1776? You know, it's like, oh, Fucking uh, Braveheart, right? He screams out freedom while he's being drawn and quartered. It's like, when are we gonna? When are we gonna wake up to this? When are oh, we gonna stop identifying with one side or the other? George Carlin. I mean, like, yeah. dude, you play George Carlin, Bill Hicks jokes. They apply today because it's the same game being played, and it's just like so don't choose the side. That's the solution. Don't identify. That's what the Buddhists say. That's do not it. desire. Do not desire to desi- not desire. That's it. That's it. All right, so we got to wrap it up here, man. I know we had a couple more, but we'll have you back to talk some more. Um, but this was a great episode. This was a this was a heavy information episode that you had to sit down and digest. Okay. Dad, can I say one more thing? Of course. Because okay, so I know you're a natural, right? You have natural talent. Thank so you, dude. No, you have sex. You are welcome back anytime. You have sets where you're off script and you're just rolling, right? Nothing can stop you and the audience is going off, right? Am I wrong? I call that all the time. Thank you. No, yes, yes I right? do. I do. I do. I have moments where you're, I call that when you're in the zone. Uh, yeah, and that's in the zone and that's flow state. And that is also zero identification, Right. You're just rolling. You're not taking any credit. Right. You're so much more effective that way. I have I've discovered it being an athlete. Right. When I, you know, uh, get into the flow state, I'm unstoppable. I can see the defense, what they're going to do, and I can just beat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's it right there. We got to That's so effective. We can come together and be in flow state together. And the next episode, if we get to do it, I would like to talk about how we can come together to do something and be way more effective than anything that, you know, these uh, band-aids that we're putting on right now. No, 100. Per- well, can you can you do a quick breakdown of that? Like, well, it's uh, basically human beings. We're a specialist because for thousands, millions of years, we have each of us have been uh, doing our part for society. You know, each of us is unique. We all have yes. different talents because. Yes. Right. Right. And so none of the stuff that we create, none of the stuff that we have now um, belongs to anyone. No one can take ownership of it. It's ours. Right. And so we we 
can take these tools and use them together, get into flow state together, and, and there's no telling what kind of world we could create. Dude, I think that's some. I think that's an incredible thing, dude. I think that to teach people to believe in themselves, get out of their own way, and get into the flow state is what it's all about. And like, it just starts with you, man. And yeah, you have to change you. You have to save you. And by saving you, you save us. That's how and you do it. That's the be the change you want to be in the world is to fucking take no ownership. Do not identify. It's, it's so like, uh, uh, you know, been said a thousand times because it's it's true, dude. It's really true. And the more and more I study this, the more and more I realize it, man. Nobody's coming to save you. you dude, you could flip the government and it will be right back to where it was because it's not there to save you. You yeah. have to save you. I understand the system, institutional racism, why there's so many people in jail. I understand that, but there's a lot of people not in jail. And why aren't those people in jail? Because they've right. saved themselves. They yeah. saved themselves. Obama's cabinet. Obama's cabinet. Why aren't they in jail? They caused this whole thing back in 2008. It was all, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but even on a, on a smaller <laughs> level, you're like, okay, there's this many percent of the population uh, is African-American and this percentage is uh, in prison. Why is that out of whack? Well, because we have systematic racism in our fucking judicial system. But also, there's a large portion of the black community that is not in jail. Why don't we focus on that? And what are they doing to not go to jail? That's what yeah. to me is the most important thing. It's like, why aren't they in jail? Because they've made decisions to act in a certain way and not participate in this fucking chaos. They save themselves. And that's all I've ever said. You got to save yourself. Save yourself. Save the world. Save yourself. Save the universe. Save yourself. Save your community, your neighborhood. Your family, save yourself. And that's <laughs> my it. opinion. Birch, tell them where they can find you. And tell us it's about good. your podcast. Yeah, so greennight.green. Um, that's, I think, the best place to go. I mean, I'm an industrial designer. I, I design stuff. I'm an independent contractor. I design products, which is how I come to this solution idea that I have about how to actually leverage technology in a way that's good, you know? And, uh, so, but, uh, the green night dot green, uh, check out the, listen to the podcast and, uh, um, check out the health button, right? If you go there, Clive DeCarl has all of the supplements to get your body back into position. All right, dude, you came brother. You kick some ass. Birch driver is a G amongst G's. I'm so happy you came on. You did not disappoint. We took some very complex stuff, which is the simplicity of the universe, and we broke it down, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this has been Tim Hat. Johnny, thank you very much. Uh, I hope XG is not dead. I have not heard from him. Uh, that makes me a little nervous, but we will find out. We'll give you guys... Um, we got a whole bunch of shows coming out this week, so get ready to bang. And uh, Wisconsin, I hope to see you. All right, guys, take care. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, you guys. 